Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting. Welcome to Charmed Life, a multimedia podcast discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I am your host, Trisha Carr. Welcome to this episode. I am really excited about today because, well, first of all, if you're watching, you may see that I am officially in my new studio. Last episode, I was in my new studio with the wonderful Elizabeth April, and this is the first time we're actually doing it live. So I'm really excited, and I have a very special in-studio guest to inaugurate it. I Before I welcome my guest on, I just want to tell you guys that as the year is ending, that I have been able to open up some spots on my calendar for one-on-one sessions. I just moved through a really big program, and so as my schedule ebbs and flows right now I have some openings for either animal communication or the intuitive mediumship through the rest of the year just if I don't know how many maybe not a ton but go check it out at trishacardcharm.com I would love to work with you and um, in addition to that I do actually do uh, gift certificates I tend to get a lot of those toward the end of the year as well so just reach out if you are interested in doing the gift certificates by my contact form or just schedule a session with me we do anything that spirit has for you to do to set you up for the changeover from this year to the next. All right, and with that said, I want to welcome in studio, she's here with me, her name is Lon. She is a mindset coach, as well as a Nautilus award-winning artist and author. She is recognized worldwide. She is the author, the creator of one of my most favorite, I think it's probably, I would, can officially say my favorite deck right now, Sacred, nice. Geometry, Sacred Geometry Activation Oracle Cards. These are so powerful, really have been making, I mean, you say you're a mindset coach and you do work with people, but you're doing work with people with these too, because yes. they truly yes. are powerful and changing. So I'm so excited to meet you. Thank you for coming up. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. <laughs> and you, you live in San Diego, right? I live in San Diego. So she correct. drove... She drove all the way up from San Diego to Burbank, California, and I'm just so honored to meet you because I feel like, again, we already I already have a relationship with you through this amazing yeah. work. So let's get into the work that you do with Sacred Geometry. I mean, the reason I got these, I didn't know you yet. I was looking for a way to really dig into Sacred Geometry. 
I kind of accidentally started using sacred geometry in this class that I taught last year. Uh, the class was Universal Laws and Archangels, or Archangels and Universal Laws. And I was guided to kind of use as an anchor for each of these classes where there was an archangel, I would channel guidance about a particular uh, universal law, and I was guided to just sort of scry or, you know, divine a particular sacred geometric shape to kind of anchor in those, the message. And I didn't know anything about it. Obviously, I knew Metatron's cube, and so the Metatron month went <laughs> Metatron's cube. But all I just kind of went with it by feeling into this, this kind of graph of different sacred geometry. And every time they came together, it was so divinely aligned. So talk to us about sacred geometry. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's been such a journey. Mm -hmm. And just listening to you, my mind goes like, wow, when I started, I didn't know any of that. Mm. For me, it started back, I think, in the 90s when I came across um, images of crop circles. Oh, yes. Have you ever seen those? I have. And these are now. So what is your opinion about that then? Do you, I mean, are the crop circles? Yeah. You know, I, I try not to go in. I know that yeah. there's this whole um, controversial discussion about whether they are a hoax, whether they mm -hmm. are real, whether they are made by, by extraterrestrials or whether they are made by um, like a farmer at night yeah. with a beer bottle behind his tractor, right? <laughs> I, I've seen people do it with like <laughs> boards on their shoes. Yes. Yeah. And, like um, remaking them to prove that there it's a hoax yeah. exactly i never really gotten into like what's true i don't right. really care about who makes mm -hmm. them i just know when i saw it and i'm i'm um i did art school so mm -hmm. graphic design is my background yeah. and i started in a time when there was no computer yet i did a lot of things by hand wow so cool. looking at a crop circle design I know how incredibly complex that is. So whoever did it, exactly. Meant it. <laughs> so it's like whoever made it, yeah. it deserves our attention. Ooh. It deserves our our at least acknowledging that whatever is made there is profound. Right. And and it probably has a meaning. And for me, it was just I felt like a kid in the candy store as a as a graphic artist, as a creative. I just wanted to take those those lines and and color them in mm. and so i did i started taking the pictures putting it in line art which is complex enough it is yeah. not simple i mean right. these, these designs are so profound so i started giving it colors and noticing that i felt different with the different colors yes yes and then other I people love color therapy exactly and then other people saw what i was doing and the feedback was like, wow, that is amazing. This makes me feel happy. This makes me feel sad. And mm -hmm. and I started awakening to the idea of like, what if it's a language? Yes. And what if I can use it as a language? Wow. And so at the time, so were you, this was in the 90s. It's also kind of harder to Google something. So you saw oh, an yeah. image and you didn't realize it had a name or something like that. No, I right? started uh, much totally later. Totally intuitively feeling yes. into and, it. And then I started coming across the term sacred geometry. Yes. And I researched it and I came across the work of, um, what's his name? The Flower of Life work by Michael Sedek. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. I know the flower of life, yeah. I don't know. And I started okay. researching it, and then I came across all the things like um, Metatron's Cube and mm -hmm. Flower of Life and the Genesis pattern and all of that, and it started making sense, like, wow, there is... And it's is in actually, it's in nature, so that... It is in nature. Did that blow your mind after you've oh, been studying it, it to realize it that did. it's actually in the design of creation? Yeah. yeah, and to realize that the flower of life, like the symbol of the flower of life, has been used for 
for ages yeah like on and on every continent like way before there was ever any possibility of us being in connection with each other mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everybody has found their way to that same symbol and has used it on temples like and it's always been like a symbol to recognize that we are part of a whole it's always been used as a symbol of we are all together everything is one everything is connected everything is actually based on the same kind of there's there's a rhyme and a reason mm. there's a mathematical um, system underlying everything that is created and that just blew my mind so were you were you uh, open metaphysically at the time were you studying anything else that was metaphysics Not or really. spirituality I mean, I, in I, that way I grew up in Holland uh -huh. and and I don't know if any of you know about Holland and it's no. it's a really cool little country but mm -hmm. it's also incredibly down to earth and kind of like a no nonsense culture. Mm -hmm. So for me growing up as a child I was highly sensitive and yeah. probably what we call now psychic. Sure. But that wasn't recognized. There was no framework the way mm -hmm. I grew up that that recognized that that taught me what it was about. So mm -hmm. I was very confused. I felt very misunderstood. Yeah. I felt very alone because yeah. most of the things that I noticed in people in things around me um, the feedback was from from my family or my direct surroundings was like oh you're just imagining it sure yeah. so I felt I was crazy mm -hmm. so I hid it mm. and I so many ha people have that story even if you're in a family or a country or something where it's more recognized I mean yep. I don't know with, with and now it's different because we have access to the internet right yes. because even so your if parents your parents reject you on it or society you can go into the internet at least and find others exactly hopefully yeah That's I mean really I beautiful. had to start traveling outside my country mm -hmm. and go to the other side of the world when and when I finally like in my late 20s I met people in Thailand mm -hmm. and they talked about auras and energy mm. and um, chakras mm -hmm. and and it was all in English so and to me that opened up a world of wow there's people like me yeah yeah there is a language around this there and you is were an adult at that time so yes. and so you so it was all those years of being a kid and and then you, I'm sure just like the typical story you put it away and yeah. really tried to yeah. but did you you've been an artist probably yes. right so you shifted you in a way didn't shut it down probably because the art still tapped into the intuition and tapped into the experiencing in a way that was acceptable, yeah. sort of. Well, I did mostly I did mostly like conventional like um, website work and and um, logos and mm -hmm. brochures and flyers and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I started for myself. I started doing much more with the sacred geometry, and because of the feedback that I was getting. I started playing with it more and more and realizing that it made me so happy. Mm. And I figured out that I was just wondering, I'm, I'm a thinker, I'm mm -hmm. a deep digger. Mm -hmm. I'm a Scorpio, that's my, you know, that's my nature. I, mm. wanna, I wanna understand how, and I'm fascinated with human consciousness. So when we talk about certain concepts, like when we talk about health and we talk about love and we talk about compassion, mm -hmm. I've thought like, what does that mean? Mm. And what would that look like? Like if we can just give a, an, an image, a visual for a concept like compassion, mm. what would it look like? Because if I can capture that and I can show that to people, then I can constantly be reminded to be that. Like okay. if I understand it more how to be it, and if I have a constant reminder, it's like a visual affirmation. Yes, right. right. So I have them now all over my house and it is a constant reminder. Mm. You know, I, I wake up and I look like um, I look at a 
like this one is that's her new deck you guys it's my new deck. oh sacred geometry of relationships oracle it's so brand new that even just last week i was trying to find a way to order it <laughs> and she brought me my own deck i know i i've only had it for two weeks oh, gosh. um but uh but the main picture is called grace oh i love it and i have that on my wall in my house because i mm. feel like more than anything in this world we need grace yes we need grace we need compassion oh. we need to be kind we need to be gentle mm. with each other with ourselves with the world with our environment with all of it and I love it. so i just take big concepts and i translate them in in pictures um, i'm getting i'm getting so it chills right now because i um I, I relate grace in breath, and we have Olivia Ray in studio, who's a breathwork teacher, and the the breath is a way to show us that we are faithful and that the universe is faithful to us, but it also to show us grace because the apex at the top and the bottom of the breath is grace. Oh, you know, wow. it, when when we're not doing the inhale or the exhale, that's just grace, and we are sure that there is that the next either materialization or dematerialization will happen. And so when you finished that, you took you took a beautiful breath. <laughs> I know. And for me, the, I mean, there is a universal law of grace. It is true, you know, the, that the, the gap between the non-physical and the physicalization of it, that's grace so that we can, yeah. re, we can hone our frequency. And I think that these, like the work that you do is holding that space of grace because you charge it up with the energy, but it's alive still. Yeah. And you connecting with the activation of it is that space of grace where you get to refine the frequency, refine the creation. I just I just heard it's interesting, you know who Russell Brand is, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So just yesterday on Facebook, his I saw a little ad for his more recent episode and a woman was talking about grace, but she was using this other side of it where she was I think she is more religious or Christian and she was saying that grace is something that to paraphrase this person entirely, kind of bumps people out because to think that um, a person who maybe committed crimes against humanity has grace, has the opportunity for mm. grace, it actually bums us out. But it kind of just bums us out from this 3D perspective, I think. Yes, I and, agree with you that. Know? Yeah. So anyway, I love grace. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and for me, there was so much also about grace. Is it's, it's such a in-between the divine and the human, right? There yes. is so much of yes. the space of the unmanifested energy, like mm. the divine space. And before we go from the unmanifested energy into anything that wants to become form, that mm -hmm. wants to become matter, yes. it needs to change. Like that energy needs to change from being in waveform yes. and just being energy mm -hmm. to changing into being particles right. and being able to form. And the way I understand it is like, it's almost like the layers that it falls through, mm -hmm. it somewhere falls through the layer of sacred geometry. Like yes. sacred geometry is, is kind of like a structure. It's mm -hmm. like a blueprint that helps the energy to go from being nothing but unmanifested, just flowing energy to becoming something. Yes. And then later on it becomes, it could become form like our physical bodies or our physical world. Yeah. But what happens for us when we when we look at something that is made of sacred geometry, mm -hmm. it kind of takes us out of our conscious part of our brain. Exactly, it's all and subconscious it, where the causal exactly. plane is. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 um, it's innate. Mm. It's intuitive. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's almost like sometimes people get really emotional. I get emotional sometimes when I look at it. Yeah. And if you think about it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense because it's just shapes mm. and colors. 
It doesn't That's make it. sense to the conscious mind. Exactly. Least, right? There's no yeah. context, right? right? There's no, there's no fluffy puppies. Yeah. There's no beautiful there's no flowers. Words. There's yeah. no, you know, there's nothing that, that makes you feel emotional because you related to something, but there is an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. And that to me is fascinating. And that to me also is a proof like, yeah, I bring it through, mm-hmm. but I'm just a vessel. I'm just the person that brings it through, but there's something going on that so much larger than what that's I am. All, and that's all inspiration. That's all art. It's all yeah. spirituality. And yeah. we both we both share the passion for metaphysics, spirituality to be normal for people. Yes. I, I feel that that is so needed right now because there is so much rejection of the self through um, in having the burden of dogma or the burden of, and, and when I say dogma, it could be from religion, but it could also be from science, you know. Science is, is when it's done right, it's alive and not not when it's done right, but you know what I mean? Like it yeah. is done right. Scientists actually go into the chaos in a way with faith yeah. to try and allow something to come through. It's just what artists do. And it's what spiritual, mystic, mystical people do as well. And, and unfortunately, when we're kind of in that dogmatic state of mind where our sovereignty is placed without, then we are in separation consciousness, Yeah. right? And Absolutely. that's how we fight one another and we fight ourselves yep. and we have the blame and judgment and there's no growth there. Yeah. But in this, yeah, in the purity of something like the sacred geometry, it's all growth, it's all yeah. expansion, it's all evolution. Yeah, and a lot of it is so based on almost scientific things, right? Yes. Because it, it addresses it addresses um, what we know about energy and what mm-hmm. we know about energy in different waveforms, particles, waves, you know, th- th- we know that that exists. There is so much scientific that backs all this up. It taps into what we know about the conscious and the subconscious mm-hmm. and how so much of our behavior and what we believe is, is just buried and programmed mm-hmm. in our subconscious, yes. which makes out the biggest part of us. Yeah. So in <laughs> I mean, order for us to change anything, we got to find a way to tap into that subconscious and get, get past the conscious. Well, and sacred geometry does that beautifully. Yeah. I'm a hypnotherapist. Oh, you that's, are? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> we talk about that all. That's all it is, right. is about 88% of the mind yep. is the subconscious. Only 12% is the conscious. And unfortunately, we're walking around with that. Con- conscious is the mind of It's um, the driver's seat, analysis. right? Yeah, it's analysis. It's uh, willpower. It's problem solving. And that's all great. But that isn't change. You know, that isn't creation. Subconscious is where the creation is. But in the subconscious mind are what we call knowns. And those, the, that's what we're, that's the programming is, are the knowns. And yeah, the sacred geometry bypasses the conscious mind and the critical mind and just gets in there where there's just potential. Yeah. And yeah. if with the feeling, like you said, that feelingly experiencing the sacred geometry or the art is how we actually start to change our neurology. You know, yeah. we actually change our brain, how it's, how it's structured with the feelings because feelings are just chemicals in our brains. And, yeah. and that's what actually changes our neural pathways, which helps to change the default programming. Yeah, and then I do address the conscious mind because I yes, write about every, every piece. We want to use the whole mind. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. so I write about the concept. What, mm-hmm. what does it mean? What do we think mm-hmm. that it means? And what, what could it mean in a new energy, in a new sort of consciousness, in a more expanded form of dealing with a concept? What could it mean? And then I describe what the, what the picture, what you see, like the colors and the shapes and the numerology and the mm-hmm. symbology. And then I give reference as well. Like in my new deck, because it's all about relationship, I also go into the concept and I say, like, so what, uh, how does that relate to relationship? Mm-hmm. And then I give you food for thought. Mm. And what I, 
and I'm starting to write more and more. I want to write for people that that are not familiar with the metaphysical. Yeah. Because I feel that there is so much um, value in looking at this, and you don't have to be woo woo or metaphysical. It's natural. If it's right? if it's real, then it's natural yeah. for everyone. Yeah. And it and this is the old hermetic tenet of as above, so below. Yeah. Which is why I like I identify as a teacher of nature and spirit because if I'm exp if I'm understanding a spiritual or metaphysical concept and I can't understand it in my body and in the earth. Yeah then I need to, I'm not ready for it, you know, or yeah. something that's not, or it's not true from all perspectives because we have everything we need here in our, in what we've already created from spirit into physical. Yeah. So, yes, so it should be true for everyone. Now, I love the mystical expression and I love the, you know, the colorful talking about all of the amazing woo-woo stuff as well, but that's, that isn't necessarily everybody's jam. You know, you don't all have to love, you know, Coldplay in order to love music, <laughs> for it's example. It's so funny that you said that because the last couple of days I've been, I've been playing with a friend of mine and we've been, um, I'm, I'm in, um, I'm in the process of writing um, an ebook about chakras. Oh, good. Okay. And we were we were joking about it because one of the things that I was saying, like, I'm I'm going to tell people, like, maybe you think that chakras are not your jam. <laughs> you right? actually said that language. No, I didn't. Because we were talking about we're going to do a, a, a t-shirt about like, um, you know, join our jam because you might think that it's not your jam, mm -hmm. but I'm telling you that you have them. Even of course, though, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I want to write it in a way that people feel that they can relate where it's yeah. not that woo-woo but that they can understand like this is how you're built you're an energetic yeah. being you know whether you yeah. consider yourself like connected to the metaphysical or not this is where it's starting to merge the spiritual with the with the science mm -hmm. and that needs to become the new paradigm because yes. this is just like in a decade from now this is just going to be our truth and we're going right. to look back and we're going to go like how did we not see this before right well, and the the chakra system is, you know, we the word chakra is Sanskrit. You know, it's from the Hindi religion, but or the Hindu religion, but it's ancient. I mean, it yes. even predates that. And even Abram Maslow, who was a scientist, uh, came up with that. Uh, what is it? The hierarchy of self actualization or the hierarchy of needs? And it looks just like the chakra system. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's very similar. Yeah. It's just stages of development and ways that we actually relate with dimensionality and we are dimensional from any perspective from this physical perspective we are dimensional and so it is not, again if it's if it's true then it's true from all of the perspectives all of the possible infinite perspectives yeah we've just forgotten so yes, much right? right and we excluded it from our belief system and mm -hmm. we've excluded it from our education mm -hmm. and that's sad mm -hmm. and it's it hasn't really done us a lot of service because it made us almost functioning incomplete we could function so much better and mm -hmm. so much more complete and so much more fulfilled if we understand um, the larger picture mm -hmm. and how we fit in that larger picture and the thing is that when we say, oh, it's not woo-woo or whatever, that's really just judgment. That's just that's just as judgmental as someone who's in yeah. their whatever religion saying you're going to hell. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just the same. It's a, it's a sim similar frequency of separation and yeah. judgment. And that's why I think it's really wonderful when artists are actually presenting these topics because – Art is spirituality. Spirituality is art. Creativity is intuition. Intuition is creativity. And science is all woven in there as well. It used to be that the church and science were one or spirituality and science were one. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going, especially with yeah, quantum physics. I think so. is really, oh, yeah. Quantum physics is starting to 
put a face from a, a more universally accepted perspective to what mystics have known for yeah. centuries. Yeah. yeah. And people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, yes. you mm -hmm. know, who've done so much beautiful, beautiful research yeah. and who are backing it up with scientific research, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And they are proving to us. So they're blending it more and more towards this. Right. I mean, he actually uses sacred geometry in his presentations mm -hmm. to help people to to do something that used to be only um, considered in the metaphysical realms like meditation and working with the consciousness and the subconsciousness and, mm -hmm. and he's making it so much more normal. Joseph so. Spencer actually went to my school of hypnotherapy that I'm oh, really? yeah, the program that I'm in. Not the exact program but from the, the, the founder um, like I think in a different state or something like that but yeah he so um, uh, I've been I've been loving his work for a long time. Want to get yeah. him on the show? Hello, anybody know Joe Dispenza? Tell him to come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia knows him. That's right. I'm a, I'm yeah. A friend of a friend. Oh. I'm trying. I'm working on it. You're like so fired if you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said she has a friend. trying to get the mic here. <laughs> she has a friend of a friend. Yeah. Hi. I have three degrees of separation from Joe Dispenza. Yeah, uh -huh. and so and Lon has four degrees of separation from Joe Dispenza. Yeah, why are you keeping Joe Dispenza from us, Olivia? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually um, Joe Dispenza works a lot with uh, Natalie Letwell from Mind Movies. And oh, I don't know her. Okay. Okay, so Mind Movies is a big part of what Joe Dispenza does oh. in his workshops. Okay. It's it's an um, it's a program, an application where people can create their own small little videos with affirmations. So you oh, can make nice. your own little video about you know, I am healthy or mm -hmm. I, or whatever you want to create. And um, it's what now becoming- What is the imagery in that is used? They have those? a whole library. So okay. the app has a whole library oh, inside okay. the app that you like can use. Like geometry and stuff? Well, and that's the thing. I, I connected with her um, at a Joe Dispenza seminar. Oh, okay. And she loves my work. And my work is actually in the Mind Movie platform. So I'm kind of- That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm part of, I'm part of that whole, that whole- movement oh i love it yeah and so with the mind movies uh what is the audio where's the audio sourced like you put it together do they have it's all in it's it's all inside the app voice? it's all inside the app no you pick there's pre-records of certain affirmations and you blend them in of someone who's already you, recorded it is that how uh it works? no you type it oh okay you can use your own you can you make your own text i got it okay and then you can put your own audio on it mm -hmm. so you could speak it yourself or yeah. you can just use your you know your favorite music or you can choose it from their library cool. and then they provide Tons and tons of imagery as well. So and then, and we can pick your imagery. Yeah, you can by pick name. my imagery. Okay, great. Yeah, you okay, can pick good. my imagery I by name um, and and blend it into your little movie. And then you can make a movie. And the idea is that you can use that mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. You watch that movie to work with your subconscious mind to help for you to become a creator, like to create yeah. like the things in your life that you really desire. And so I have a mentor at school, my hypnotherapy college, and so she makes recordings of our sessions. Um, so like with guided imagery, guided meditation, yes. guided hypnosis, it's while I'm a huge proponent that as a baseline of your life, you would want to be doing your inner community, your meditation practice every day, but really doing outwardly facilitated uh, you know, guided imagery or guided meditations, affirmations or whatever is powerful so that you can totally yeah. relax into yeah. the experience. Yeah. I actually do a little meditation first to, you know, clear my mind and do just my, my typical kind of energy healing. And then I will, and I don't do it necessarily every day using my mentors or someone else's facilitated uh, guided, you know, work. But 
two or three times a week, I find it really helpful to use someone oh, else's yeah. facilitation so yeah. that you can get some outward um, projection, yeah. I guess is the way to say I it. I do both. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. yeah. I do part visual and yeah. I do part where I go inward. Mm -hmm. I do part silent. I sometimes do walking meditations. Mm -hmm. I use imagery. I mean. Yeah. I use, I'm not very visual outwardly. I think partly because uh, up until a year ago, I had really, I was almost blind. I had really, really poor vision and I had to, I got eye surgery. So now I have really great vision, but for my whole life before preceding, I had terrible vision. So I think I adjusted. I'm very auditory and I'm also yeah. kinesthetic. Yeah. Those are my primary um, systems. And so I don't, I'm not very stimulated. Like in meditation, I don't usually do visual. I use your cards, obviously. And when I do oracle cards, that's kind of the time that I tend to use art or or visual yeah. stimulation yeah I but it too. would be good to yeah. maybe something like the yeah that's a really that's a good message to me and when I was using the sacred geometry for that class I would sit there and meditate with it and then I get a picture of it in my mind and I close my mind and it kind of lives there so I'm very inner visual if that makes sense yeah no yeah. it does yeah yeah, yeah I bet you are as well right uh, You're very yeah. clear visual. Oh yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I, so, do you see art in your mind's eye first, or does it is it fluid? Yeah, people ask me that all the time uh -huh. because part of like part of what the work that I do, a lot of these pieces are based on people. They mm -hmm. are personal soul portraits. Yes. So, tell them about your soul portrait. Work. Yeah, yes, we haven't mentioned so that yet. So, just as I discovered that I can visualize a concept, mm -hmm. a concept like love or harmony or anything like that, I can visualize it. Um, into an imagery I can do it with people because yeah. I started wondering like well if I sit with you I get a feeling right I yes. get an idea of, of who you are I can feel your essence right. and I'm an empath and I'm highly yeah. intuitive so so I figured like I can probably express that so I started trying that mm -hmm. so I made a couple and to my big surprise people recognized themselves and then when I showed it to other people they said like oh yeah that is totally that person wow and that was just mind-blowing <laughs> to me like well it's just shapes and colors how is that that person like no I totally see it I totally yeah. see it so oh, I love that so now I think probably almost half of these decks are are representations of people's core of people's essence people that you've known or you just their clients general. you know yeah. people yeah, find yeah. me mm -hmm. and they commission me to make their soul portraits and yeah. but one of the questions that most of them ask is like you know when I when I sit with them for an initial mm -hmm. uh, session an intake session they ask me like so what do you see what do you get and I'm like it really doesn't work that yeah, way right I get it it you're channeling yeah and it, when it, it doesn't it happens in the moment yeah. so that's why I was wondering I figured it was fluid yeah because I'm very auditory and very spoken yeah. and very you know about the voice and the throat and the high heart chakra and so uh, I actually if I'm going like later today I'm doing um a, an, I'm doing a channeled class and okay. I won't I I won't get information I'll sit down to like for a while sometimes I do do classes that where the outline or or it's like a channeled writing and then it's presented and we discuss it but uh, when it's not meant to be that I'll sit down and nothing will come just the title and then I have to show up and then it's like you're observing it, right? That's what channeling yeah. is like. You're observing yeah. it as it's happening. Yeah. When I start with a soul portrait, I usually go into meditation mm -hmm. and I kind of I kind of put my intention out there and I mm -hmm. tell the universe like I really want to connect to this person and mm -hmm. I, I always ask for pictures of mm -hmm. my clients. Like give me yeah. pictures so I have a visual that I can anchor into yes. and that I can constantly compare with what I'm doing and I can right. feel it when it resonates. Right, right. So, and then once I kind of open that channel, I just, I start, I just take a basic shape 
and I give it a color mm -hmm. and I know instantly like nope not the right color right like right, I right. know instantly like no that's got to be pink and I can just feel it and I know when I I, I can't even explain it. It just, no, I know, it just I comes it. in, and I also know when I'm there. What mediums do you use for that? I use uh, I use, use a computer. Okay. Yeah, I use a, a combination of Photoshop and Illustrator. Okay. Uh -huh. And um, so then you can play with the, uh, yeah. the 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 colors. You oh know, yeah, you can move and it around all, yeah, really it's subtly. It's all gradations. Yeah. It's all like it's all like um, it's layer up on layer up on layer. There's like a lot of transparencies mm -hmm. and and it just starts building and building. And at one point I just feel like my heart is just so full mm. of that person. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, it, it almost feels like it's, I fall in love. Yeah. I totally fall in love with yeah. that person. And that's when I know that, okay, I've got it. Wow. Because I look at that image and I'm like, oh, look how beautiful they are. Because I get to yeah. express them. Their higher aspects. Yeah, of, yeah. of who they really are. Totally. Like their core and their soul. That's and it's beautiful. such a, I mean, it's such an honor mm. to be invited also to to look at somebody at that level. Yeah. Because we don't the really intimacy. look at each other that mm -hmm. way, right? I mean, for you to give me permission, like, yeah, you have permission to really tap into me and to look at me at my core, mm. which I do. And then I translate that. And then the result is a piece that you can hang on your wall. And that is going to be a constant reminder. And it's alive. It's, it's alive. alive. It's an activation. Yes, it's alive it's forever. It's a communication between mm -hmm. you and that piece. Mm -hmm. And that even on the days when you get out of bed and you kind of feel like, eh, right? We yeah. all have those days, right? Yeah. You come out of bed and then you just look at that. It's like the a essence mirror of your, of your soul. soul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Uh, have you ever heard of human design? Yes. Oh, do you know what you are? Yes. <laughs> what are I you? I do. I am a manifesting... Um, generator? I'm a manifesting generator. generator okay. But um, what was interesting in my in my design is mm -hmm. like, um, you're familiar with it, right? So there's... Only a little bit. I'm a okay. reflector. And so I'm just learning oh, about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people always say that. Well, there's, no more 13, there's 13 centers, yes. right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then you are either you either are completing that closed, center yeah. or, you're, or you're open. Yeah. And then they can be connected connected as well so yes. most people have open centers closed centers some of them are connected some of them are not and mm -hmm. so those are the things that need to be filled in there's your gaps so the interesting thing about my design is like um i've got 12 of the 13 are complete okay i only have one that's open oh and they are all connected wow okay that's so interesting yeah well, see, i was wondering if you're a reflector just because you're talking about mirroring back to someone their true soul no, essence i i, I think but what's it's, yeah they're all closed except for one so it's kind of the same thing like you've completed all of them and yeah. so you can just and they're all connected yeah and that's what i've always felt like i am you can i mean i love to have people around mm -hmm. but i'm very self-sufficient mm. like my mind works really well together with my brain with mm -hmm. my senses with and that when i saw that in my human design that made a lot of sense like okay that's why i function like as an artist most artists are good at their art but they're not good at techniques techni oh, right. technical parts right? right right i do both right i always have that's awesome so, what is, so you're a scorpio sun <laughs> we're yeah. just we're just hanging out y'all <laughs> scorpio sun what's your moon <laughs> Uh, I'm a triple. I'm a triple water sign. My moon is Cancer, and my um, ascendant is Pisces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Pisces, um, yep. Pisces sun sign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. So, so much water, so much flow. So yeah. much, yeah, and so much mm -hmm. emotional sensitivity. Yes, right. right. That's awesome. Yeah. And what's your life path number? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> like, you know what? I don't know that one. Oh, okay. Well, we'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the pieces that you brought. We have behind, if you guys are watching, you have a couple of pieces that you brought in. Olivia, will you help us? Yeah. <laughs> Ask Olivia, she'll be Vanna White. I brought, well, I brought the... <laughs> do you the... mind? I didn't tell you you're going to, she's like putting her hair over her face. She's I like, brought ah. the signature sign for oh, the wonderful. new deck. So the new deck is all about relationships because I realized at some point, like, relationships are... Amazing. Oh, this is a different one. All right, but we'll start with okay. this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a soul portrait of a client of mine, and wow. it's, called, um, it's called Influence. Wow. Yeah, Oof. this is a woman that she is a coach, and she is having a massive impact, um, especially on the South American really? part of the world. And just sitting with her and feeling her fire and her mm. passion and her commitment. And and so much truth, so much yes. expression of truth in there too. Yeah, and the passion is there in the yeah. oranges, but also so much communication and yes, clarity. Right, like right. she she expresses and she is she is honest and she is direct. And then what was really interesting in this piece, because I don't think I've seen that in my in any of my pieces before, is that there's the the six circles. Yeah. Um, the Genesis pattern, yeah, or it's the egg of life. Now I'm confused myself. I can't remember all the names, but yeah, I recognize it too from yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. it's it's kind of it's like um, that's where life starts. Mm. It's the beginning because mm. if you would keep on adding circles, you end up with the flower, flower of, of life. life, right? Right. Wow. So that's tell her thank you so much for allowing her soul yeah. <laughs> to make an appearance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Olivia. <laughs> She's like <laughs> hanging onto it. And you don't have to pick up the other one because we can just show yeah, it we on can this. see that yeah. over here. Thank you so much. And what's it? Would she like for her name to be shared if since she's a, a coach? Uh, yeah, Claudia Shefford. Claudia Shefford. Okay, great. Claudia Shefford. Great, good, good. Yeah. So guys, you already met her. You can go find her. Yeah. <laughs> her work. So the signature piece for the relationships oracle. Yes. Let's talk about that one. Um, Grace. We oh, talked right. about it a yes. little bit. Mm -hmm. We talked about it a little bit. And for me, Grace. Um, most of my most of my pieces have usually a lot of good stuff going on in the background and mm -hmm. with this one was one of the first one where there there is nothing going on in the background mm. it's just the purples Pure. and i all of a sudden it dawned on me like because because often i make the piece before i tell the story mm. like the piece comes through right. first right, right, and right. then i sit with it mm -hmm. for days for nights and i just look at it and i I kind of learned the story of what it's trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. So when I saw all this space here, um, I'm like, what is that trying to tell me? And then I realized like, that is the space between, that's the God space. Mm -hmm. That is that unmanifested energetic field where anything is possible, where mm -hmm. all potential is possible. And from there, I don't know where it's on camera. But right here, yeah. Yeah, right uh -huh. there. So, okay, so from there, we go from the unmanifested and we come more into the manifested because he is the flower of life. So be, yes. And so the flower beautiful. of life is the grid on which most things here in this three-dimensional uh, reality is based. So now we have the flower of life and then we go further into where the human expression is, mm -hmm. you know, the passion, the mm -hmm. expression of, of self with the yellows and the heart energy. And, and the green in there. Yes, yep. exactly. And then inside <coughs> there in that depth too is again, there's the white of purity and there's blues and purples again. Yep. Yeah. And the core yep. of the essence. Yeah. Oh, I just love it so much. What, so how can people, obviously with your cards, how can people connect with sacred geometry? Sometimes like when I thought about 
starting to learn it, we tend to, that conscious mind starts to want to take control of it. And they're like, ah, I have to memorize all the names of all these things. <laughs> and it's like, no, not that way. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to make, and I'm going to, in the future, I'm going to um, um, write ebooks about this and it. make yes. like videos about how to work with this. Oh, because working with these cards is... I, I'd like people to know, like, you don't you don't need to know anything about Oracle cards. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like I wish that I could call it just inside cards, you know, right. because they're just little hints. They're little suggestions right. of, like, maybe maybe think about this for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, have a little bit. Uh, this one is about duality, for instance, right yeah. now. Like, oh, what does that mean? So how does it show up? I mm. mean, how does it apply to, to your reality? Mm -hmm. But also, well, what does it mean in a relationship, for mm -hmm. instance? So um, so I don't think people need to know anything about it. There's a guidebook with each of these card decks that I try to explain. I give suggestions. Oh, I Thank love you. your guidance uh, in the guidebook. It's and so I give powerful. suggestions for drawings. Yes. But right. mostly what I would say is like, you know, just draw a card. Just draw one card. Think about something or just draw a card and see what comes up. You don't necessarily need to have a specific question. You don't need to have right. a... Just, just an activation for the day. And use your intuition. Right. The And that's what... Th this is the thing uh, I, I asked a while ago because like you, I don't want to get too deep into like in speak or woo woo or whatever. Yeah. It, again, that's judgmental. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm being... I'm connecting with the human experience yes. in an, um, you know... A, a general way or a unified way and so I kind of asked <laughs> spirit I was like I mean am I emphasizing cards too much because I think there's such a powerful way for people to yeah. be in their own energy and to start to work with their own intuition and the answer I got back was kind of like well basically it's a book that's not yeah. bound so you know you flip open your favorite book and you or favorite yeah. book of poetry and you just kind of allow just, I'm gonna just randomly if you want to call it that and that's exactly what you need that day so that's it's just a book that's unbound and it's 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 there's that's a very classic human experience is to yeah. have words and pictures yeah. put together in a collection so, and we've used yeah. this again this has been used some kind of mm -hmm. readings with cards or with imagery has mm -hmm. been used for centuries and centuries yes. throughout every culture right. so there is an innate desire for us to to communicate mm -hmm. with maybe something that's larger than us. And there is an innate desire for us to um, get some input, you know, like show me something that I may be missing. Right. You know, just why, like we're asking a friend. So maybe this is just your new friend. Yes. So instead of asking you like, okay, what am I missing here? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm in this situation or I'm in this relationship and you can tell me something or I can ask the cards like, what am I missing? Is there something that I need to be looking at? And it's so, it's miraculous every time because yeah. if you just relax, it will always, well, these are the cards that I pulled this morning and they had so much to do with what I had just meditated on but what's cool is so the first card is empowerment and it says the frequency of empowerment supports our ability to show up fully and completely uniting us with others in the deep trust that we are all connected through the same source so that's great right that, yeah. that's never going to hurt anyone's feelings the next card was remembrance and it said the frequency of remembrance supports our memory of everything that we have gone through as a soul and body, providing us with valuable information and tools to flow gracefully with us and in, in this life. And then the last card is alchemy. And it says the frequency of alchemy activates our magical ability and remembrance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> of the magic that we all hold inside. I mean, they, they overlap. And it's not like if you picked any other three cards, they would overlap and, and intertwine in 
the same ways. It's not like all, many of the cards have remembrance in it or are talking about, you know, and this, so this is a miracles of transmutation. So it's like these three cards tell a really important story together. Yes. And sometimes I just pull one, and, but yeah. these three came out together in a clump. Like That's how I like to it. look at it as well. You know, mm -hmm. you can just... You can just draw three cards or five cards or seven cards. Mm -hmm. And then I just look at the story, like yes. look at the cards together mm -hmm. and just what comes up when you look at these together? It's like there is there like a general theme that you're right. seeing? Like, what is the story that they're trying to tell you? Like each card by itself has a story, but then in together. combination, because it's your subconscious mind. It's your yeah. it's your spiritual mind that's actually yeah. finding, you know, our, our third eye. We know the third eye to be for the people that are. I have my audience is very, you know, mystical and metaphysical, yeah. but we know the third eye to be, oh, that's how we have clairvoyance and we can see spirits and, you know, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's also how we intuit. It's how we do bring through art or something like that. But the third eye is a pattern seeker and like humans are pattern seekers. And it's something that we do on kind of all levels. So from the kind of physical level, the human physical level, we are pattern seekers because that's how we can maintain homeostasis. Everything is in order and so I'm not threatened. But also on the really high level, essentially stories are patterns. And we are like a pattern, we are a story, we are a theme of this universe of source energy. Yeah. And so the third eye is a pattern seeker, but in being able to kind of lock into that pattern, you also can relax because everything is then unlocked in a way, yeah. I think. That's what you were kind of talking about, we've gone full circle. <laughs> you're yeah, talking about at the exactly. beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just to me also it's like it's reassurance. Like mm -hmm. if I understand the logic and how things are connected and why something shows up in my life because I was holding a certain vibration or I was doing yes. a certain thing, then things make sense. And it makes mm -hmm. me feel like, okay, that means that I can do something about it. Yes, right. So There's some grace there. There's the yes. trust. There's faith. There's all of that. And empowerment, unfolding. right? Yes. Mm -hmm. That gives us empowerment. So, mm -hmm. um, th And that's what I try to do. To, I mean, I just try to show people like, just become aware of the subtle stuff because the mm -hmm. subtle stuff does matter. Mm -hmm. And what I was thinking last week about is so funny. I don't know how you grew up, but I grew up with like, you were not supposed to daydream, mm -hmm. like come back here, you know, mm -hmm. like you know, like children that were in school and were staring out the window and mm -hmm. daydreaming, mm -hmm. that kind of got shunned, right? Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to daydream. And now I feel like we're moving into a time where we are recognizing like daydreaming might be one of your strongest assets Right. to create a life that's going to be fulfilling because if you can daydream it and you can hold that vision mm -hmm. and hold that intention you can create it mm -hmm. isn't that it, funny it's how that's wonderful and well and daydreaming isn't you know worrying and stressing out we're talking about being no free we're talking it, about like yeah. you know imagining yes. imagining yourself Using your imagination doing yeah. that what mm -hmm. you're so passionate about and right. what you so love and and maybe sharing that with others and making yes. a huge impact on the world and a huge impact in other people's life and imagine what that would feel like if mm -hmm. that happens and where you would be and what you would be doing and because the thing is the universe and also your own essence including your body doesn't know the difference between you doing it exactly for real or if you're yeah. feelingly experiencing it in a daydream or an imaginal yeah. state it doesn't know the difference and so you just start to create that reality it just exactly. starts to happen which is the reason why we create the things we don't want by being worried about the future or something because yep. we are 
our body exactly. and our, our, our being yeah. believes that that's what we're calling. That's the order we're placing with the universe. Yeah. I'll take some of that bad thing happening to me, please. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And but, you know, that's that's a part of the journey as well, because then we see the pattern of something that's unwanted louder and louder so that then we can start to move into, you know, there's an, an neuro-linguistic programming, I'm, I'm also taking that right now, that we use a little bit of running away from in order to define the running toward or the moving toward. Yeah. So there's, because there's two ways, it's kind of like, you know, you say that the A Course in Miracles says that we only, we only have love or fear. Those are the only things that we think or feel at any time is love or fear, totally paraphrasing. And so that's what we're saying, like the running away from something is the fear aspect and then the love aspect is the moving toward in that yeah. daydreamed, imaginal, I'm a creator state. But we can use a little bit of that running away from, a little bit of the fear energy to help us to define the true yeah. energy that that is our yeah. true essence. That's okay. That's a part of the yeah. duality, actually. Yeah. <laughs> your card. Well, and that's what I and that's mm -hmm. what I try to do, right? So mm -hmm. I I make these cards. Let me just. See. I'm so excited. She brought me my very own deck. It's brand yeah. spanking new. It's like steaming. It's so hot off the presses. So you guys go. We'll have all of the. Uh, it's they could just find it on your website now. A way to. Yes, to order them. yeah, okay, you can great. find it on the website, yes. and it should be available um, at Amazon as well and okay. at Beyond Words. But for instance, like if you take a if you take a concept like curiosity, <sighs> like just to be reminded of that mm -hmm. and to think about what that means will help you to set a direction. Because mm -hmm. if you're not curious about anything, you would be staying exactly where right. you are. Yeah. Right. So these are all concepts that we kind of. We kind of take them for granted and we don't realize like how much they actually steer us mm -hmm. or not steer us. Curiosity is such an important, it's something that I gave myself permission to do when I was in this early stage of kind of the, the awakening process. And curiosity is, in, is an absence of fear, is moving forward from my own interest and essence and desire. And it's a really beautiful energy. And it's something that I recognize with the realm of nature and nature spirits, that the energy of curiosity is very important for the process of creation, yeah. for the manifest manifesting process. Yeah. Nature spirits or fairies or whatever, they are very curious. And in curiosity is that energy of play and also that daydream and imaginal energy that you're talking about too. I think I curiosity, curiosity is probably and one of the main drive forces for evolution. Yes. I think mm -hmm. if we wouldn't be curious about what else there would be beyond what we already have, well, Einstein, would move. Einstein sat in that daydream state. I mean, he didn't call it meditation, but that's what he would do. He would sit in that state and 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 wait for it, for the answers to show up and commune with that yeah. kind of essence, just that curiosity and that wonderment. Yeah. And then amazing things came through, which yeah. changed our reality or understanding of it, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, we are actually almost out of time. We are already. <laughs> yeah, I know, wow. right? So much fun. We could talk for hours. You guys hang out with us for another six hours, please. <laughs> well, just tell us about, um, you know, some, some final thoughts, how the work that you're doing, how they can get in touch with you. I'm so excited about the eBooks and the everything, everything that's coming yeah, out too. Yeah. So, um, um, Instagram. I okay. am very, very active on Instagram yeah. because that's my medium. Makes so much sense. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Because I can play there. So yeah. I make tons of like little videos. I make all these activations that you see oh, here. Oh, I make cool. them move. Oh, nice. And I put music on it and I collaborate with other artists. And so follow Love me it. on Instagram. Um, and I'm about to launch a, a membership based community. Oh, good. Yeah. So that we can all connect and talk. 
Yes, I love it. Yeah. I just launched one of those. You did? Yeah. And so yeah. the, and you can actually drop in on it too, but it, you know, we ha I have a membership so that people, we can, yeah, I love the community. Yeah. Aspect. So then I can start doing the books and I can yeah. start offering courses mm -hmm. and, and I want to make everything really, really um, accessible. Yeah. This is going to be easy. This is, right. you know, I'm going to translate all the woo woo language. I'm going to translate it back like, well, like, what do we mean when we say that? Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, speaking of the, the, like the chakras, for example, when I, I was, again, just kind of at the early stages of having a metaphysical opening, which I didn't even know that's what it was. I was doing, I was having this coaching who she, this woman who coaches empaths to kind of yeah. change that empathic nature from like always sponging up the negativity <laughs> into, you know, the empowered experience. And we would do these, um, she would do these visualization guided visualization meditations where she would say just tap into your crown chakra you don't need to know anything about it just it's on the top of your head it's like you know it's purple just send your yeah. energy there and she's like you don't have to go read about these i'm just going to tell you what it is yeah. and where it is and then and it was yeah. really powerful so again it's true from all aspects which is what i i mean we there's there's it's undeniable that sacred geometry yeah. is because it's in nature exactly it's amazing yeah, so uh, oh yeah again so people can connect with you on instagram and get her or my website yeah for sure and those links are in the description but any last words about how people can start to work with sacred geometry and in, in addition to your decks would you say I think it would be fun, like when you, even when you take a walk in nature, start mm -hmm. looking around and start looking for the patterns because mm -hmm. we find it everywhere. It's in the spider webs. It's yeah. in it's in sunflowers. It's in cauliflowers. It's in vegetables. Mm. It's in it's in the way a wave breaks yes. onto the shore. Yes. You know, it's in we see it in the star formations. I mean, you find it. It's in a fingerprint. Mm. It's everywhere. So you can just meditate on it, hold that yeah. experience, and and just notice it, and then yeah. realize like, wow. Like wow, it's all based mean? on the same patterns. It means mm -hmm. that it means that it's all connected. Right. It's all the same thing. We right. all come from the same kind of source. Mm. Oh, it's so beautiful. Wow, this has really been so fun. It's been really fun. You have to come back on, and, and you yes. know, if you want to come in studio, or you could, yeah. you could just come. No, in. I loved it. And yeah. this is a great Sunday morning drive. Oh, good. Yeah, well, I was I was listening to some inspirational speakers, mm. and yeah, it was wonderful. And you are, and also reminding everyone, you are doing your soul portraits still. Yes. So oh, if yeah. you're interested in that, go to our website and yeah. check that out. Well, thank you so much. This has been just so amazing. I really, really love meeting you in person. And again, I've I've already had a relationship with you because these have and been. And now really, you're going to have the new. One. I know yes. <laughs> a relationship, relationship. Yes. <laughs> so, well, thank you again for coming in. You guys definitely go check out Lon's um, links in the in the description. However, you're listening, and I will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.